What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up Podcast, Season 3, Episode 19. My name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby, and Colby, this episode is off to a very strange start already, based on our locations and uh, lack of certain equipment, but... Uh, recording all of it just thrown off immediately <laughs> but i mean i mean e- even so let's just start with the basics colby how how you doing today i'm doing uh i'm doing actually really well um uh, because yeah, it's actually something i have been saving for the show i've been keeping it a secret um it's actually pretty big personal news so tyler i just sent it over to you if you want to tell me what you just received uh, you can share with the podcast what big personal news I are you share. fucking kidding me <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking serious oh i'm dead fucking serious how, how many how many did that take i i caught about 30 of them last night and didn't get anything and the first one i did this morning showed up <sighs> <laughs> I uh, so fucking for those hate of, you so goddamn much. So for those of you, I'll, I'll, I'll audio podcast. Tyler didn't say it yet. Um, I the theme of this episode is going to be centered or centered around you know, Gen three for the most part. And to celebrate that, I went ahead and caught a shiny Rayquaza this morning in raid dens in Pokemon Sword. It was awesome. It was like eight thirty in the morning. I just hopped on real quick before. I had things to take care of, and just bam, he popped up. He, and then I caught him. It was great. So I'm, all, I'm, I've had a great day. I'm having a fantastic day, and this is 16 hours after Tyler told me, and I quote, "I couldn't have one until he had a shiny Ho-Oh." And the society just went ahead and gifted me a shiny Pokemon. So now I have two shiny legendaries. Were you using AI for this? Like you aren't even using real people for this. Nope, nope, did not even real people. The run went so well to get him too, like it went flawlessly. We didn't lose a single heart. Like we, like people, like we had people setting up light screens and life do and like helping hand. And I'm using like howl to ba- up up my base attack. It went flawlessly, and I'm like, okay, this has to be it. It just went so well, and it was it. He is a he's a mild nature with a with plus special attack um, minus defense. Oh my god, that's that's great. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy with it. So when the next game that has Mega Evolution, um, I'm gonna have a shot Mega Rayquaza <laughs> uh, in 2043. When that Mega may not be in our lifetime, but fuck. <laughs> so is that everything that you had? May I? That no, I, yeah. Uh, other than that, like actual personal news that I I'm, I am fully back in North. I'm in North Carolina full time now, living so. Yeah. You know, the uh, went through the move process and getting adjusted here. Just really nice to be done with school for a little bit. Finals are done. Christmas break is up, is upon us. At least for me, I'm already in it. Tyler, I know it's up. It is. I get you, isn't it? You just started yours hours ago. Uh, yes, correct. Mere mere hours, mere minutes ago, I arrived at my house. Uh, and yes, fi- my final final was today, uh, which I did earlier in the evening. Got that done. Uh, barely had enough time to pack up and get out of there, uh, which, you know, leads to, you know, sometimes forgetting something, possibly something that could be vital for 
for something that you do every week. Uh, Possibly I forgot something my, you forget often. <laughs> I forgot my microphone again. Uh, not all is lost, though, because my girlfriend is still up there until tomorrow night. So oh, I have recruited her, begged her to please get my mic and bring it to me, which she agreed to, thankfully. So I will be having my mic at least for the next few episodes. But today we're back to good old headphone and computer microphone quality. Episode uh, one vibes. Also, Colby, uh, being that you do not have a door on your room, and also like being that right. you have a, a large amount of people in your house, on a single story, by the way, yep. Colby has had to do some improvisation for uh, recording locations. Uh, and the fact that he's in his fucking car outside <laughs> recording this right I now. I am in the garage of my house in my mom's car. God bless her. In the, like in the pitch black like he didn't even turn on a light or anything he's in the pitch blackness yeah not even just trying to cover it up it's an audio podcast so you guys don't have to worry about that but yeah <laughs> i'm in my car uh, the audio might sound like uh, incredible because you know the sound waves are just bouncing off into the microphone but true true uh anything else tyler before we get into the meat and potatoes this episode oh yeah i have a few more things um i've actually been doing dynamax raids uh recently as well i have uh, been helping out my, I think I mentioned this last time, uh, we have a friend, or I have a friend from Pokemon Club who is a small streamer, and he is going after Zygarde, he's shiny hunting Zygarde and Dynamax uh, adventures, so I've been hopping in and helping him out, uh, and I I did get a shiny, uh, didn't I, Colby? I got, I got my own oh, shiny god. dragon. Oh, good god, you did, uh, you did get your shiny, you did get a shiny dragon, I, I got true. my, I got a shiny dragon, um, not exactly the one I not not exactly a legendary one, but uh, I got a shiny Drudigan for my time. I mean, Drudigan's cool, but ugh. ugh. Yeah, I mean, I don't like regular Drudigan's color scheme, like oh. just the red head with the blue body and the weird like cactus scale, wings. Yeah, yeah scaly yeah. body, yeah, all of it's uh, just kind of off. But then you just turn it lime, like it's Halloween, like it's a fucking pumpkin. Just green body, bright orange face. I'm happy for the shiny. Like, I'm I'm happy for it. I really am. But, you know, it's kind of, you know, your your little announcement. Hell, man, I, what were, what were you thinking when you first got that? So I, I was you must just, have really had to restrain yourself from fucking I, telling I, me, didn't I, you? I told I told I had to tell somebody. So I DM Brock on Discord. I'm like, do not tell Tyler, but I just need to tell somebody this just happened. And I sent him a picture and he was just like, holy shit. It, yeah, I I couldn't believe it. Like I have gotten like I I have no doubt. You're I've gotten a shiny so, hunter. You've gotten I, I, gotten a lot of shinies this past few weeks i have like i've gotten i got shit lucky like this i got garatina in like february i think so i've got i've collected four shiny pokemon this year two of them being legendaries uh, i'm actually no more than that because um if you include all the like raid dens and just pokemon sword you can get like a ton easy with the shiny charm and the you know catching all of them gives you like a point four percent chance which landed on Rayquaza. so i don't i don't mind that at all but yeah, I've had a really good year when it comes to shiny hunting. I'm I might have to hop in that stream. He might get it first try. <laughs> I was about to say, it seems like you're you're really running your luck factor here. And I don't have Zygarde, so I could get a shiny Zygarde. You, oh. I think I'm gonna I, I, I think I'm gonna collect my winnings for a little bit. 
and take a step back. Maybe go for something a little easier next time because I don't really know what to do. I I, I can't tra- I can't switch him over to BDSP. Uh, I am kind of like getting him competitive ready, like competitive builds anyway. Him and Garatina because Garatina's level 100, but I never EV trained him. So yeah, I'm doing that right now. I I really want to go for Ho Oh, but if I actually get him for before you, it might end the podcast. So I'm gonna restrain myself and not do it. No, if you go for Ho-Ho, if you go for Ho-Ho, I'm just going to no longer go for him. Like, I'm going to move on, because obviously... I I don't want that to happen either. I want you to experience, like, catching your favorite shiny legendary. I've caught my favorite, too. But I want you to get... I want you to go for him. I really don't want to get... I I swear to God when I say this, I do not want to get shiny Ho before you do. I I mean, you... in your life. (laughs) You really lit a fire under my ass. Like, I need to. Hell, that that streamer that I went to, uh, he had a few streams where, like, he was hunting ho as well. And I would hop in there in the hopes of getting it, and I just never... And I never did. But... I don't know who I'm going to go for now. I have Kiram saved, and I have ho saved. So I don't know who I'm going to replace instead. I mean... Worst case scenario, if I actually give up on Ho, I will go to Faramosa, which is my set. Colby's been plunged into darkness completely now. Fucker. Uh, did the light die? Are you okay? It might have died. I don't fucking know. It just turned off. Hang on. Let me just make sure the rest of the lights... Oh, they still work. Okay, we're good. Never mind. It's just turned off on its own. We can keep going, though. Okay. Uh, well, I'm actually not too shit out of luck for shinies. Because, uh, one, you know, you again. You know, regardless of what you think about it. It's shiny. Still shiny, still a good shiny. Well, it is a shiny. Uh, but and I th- and I also mentioned that I got fives, my my shiny butterfree on the last episode. So uh, th- that's probably the most shinies I've gotten in a very short amount of time. So maybe my luck's also turning around. I'll, I'll try out some Dynamax raids uh, this break, see if I can't get lucky with my bird. Uh, but I don't know. You've oh yes, I have. Uh, I've started a new uh, shiny... Oh, the light... Okay, Colby's been plunged into darkness yet again. I guess this we're, is just how we're doing it. We're just going to have uh, to keep going. Um, but I did start... Because I, I hatched my shiny Caterpie through Masuda Methoding, uh, mm-hmm. which in Sword and Shield gives you a 1 in 512 chance of getting a shiny, which is quite good yeah, that's uh, not for, for odds. Um, but I finished that, so I, I took my Caterpie out of the daycare. And I, I obviously needed a new Masuda method because I kind of like to have one on deck while I'm, you know, fiddling around in Sword and Shield. So I have decided to go for two Shinies, technically. Oh, man. I've decided to go for a Shiny Ralts. That way I can get either a Shiny Gallade or a Shiny Gardevoir. Uh, I, would, I think I'll try to go for both. So I hope I get the mail first so I can yeah. just get the Gallade out of the way. Because if I get, like, two females, I'll just have two <laughs> shiny Gardevoirs. No, uh, not the worst thing. Gardevoir not the worst thing. You can, not the worst thing. But uh, I think I'll be going for shinies that can eventually be brought over into BDSP. Because Cole and I were just talking about home is not compatible with BDSP yet. might be a few months before that even happens, at least from what I've heard, which kind of sucks. I wish they would have it ready. Like, when the game came out. I know, know. like, what the hell? (laughs) Uh, Because I, I don't know, Sword and Shield is, like, the perfect game for actually, like, getting competitive Pokemon ready. Like, it's so fast. Like, you can get it ready in mere minutes. In in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, like, BP, the BP gain is so slow. You can't use OP rental teams that, like, YouTubers have made to climb the battle tower super fast. Uh, 
but eventually when the time comes, I want to have some shiny Pokemon that I can use. So I think uh, for the time being, I'll be going after like Sinnoh, Dex, Pokemon, and yeah. Sword and Shield that I can eventually, you know, competitively train up and transfer over uh, because we might be doing the Penn State Pokemon Challenge in BDSP this next semester instead of Sword and Shield. So, so how does how does that shake things up? Just the Pokemon We're, you can use? We are super early on. We haven't even really talked too much about it. I just know it was brought up in one of the meetings that that might be the case. But how that shakes things up is, yes, it's going to be restricted Pokemon. Pokemon Home might not even be compatible with BDSP when we do it. So That's true, yeah. Everything will have to be gotten within BDSP itself. Again, it's oh, going to be gosh. much slower getting uh um getting yeah, competitive yeah. Pokemon ready cuz you want are you okay? You're, no, I'll say you got you got to start preparing now if you're doing BDSP. I know you, you kind I kind of do. I I might not be a competitor this time. There's some other roles I want to fill uh for this one, but and also I don't hate myself, so I don't really want to go through all the effort of competitive. Yeah, but if, if it's in Sword and Shield, then it's just fair game. If it's in Sword and Shield, it's fine. I might, honestly, it depends on what the president wants to do. I think I might try and sway him towards Sword and Shield because it'll probably be easier for a lot of people to get. Oh into. yeah, that yeah, it's gonna be more variety with teams. It's it's more it's more user friendly. Like BDSP definitely is more of a grindy, in, yeah, environment. I mean, that that's the current idea, but yeah, I mean, it, we might still make, maybe maybe make it themed around BDSP, perhaps. Maybe uh, restricting Pokemon the gym leaders can use, maybe. We're not sure, but that's just something that we have in the woodworks right now. But uh, as far as gaming goes, nothing crazy to report. Um, me, and the, me and the Penn State boys uh, and the, uh, started a Minecraft server. Uh, on the PC. I, I saw and this it, last night in the Discord, and uh, just yelling at the wall that you're <laughs> playing Minecraft. I, I last night, being when you're listening to this two nights ago, I played Minecraft for like, I think almost five hours straight. Uh, I have Why not, am I not done, surprised. I have oh. not done that since high school. Like early high school, you probably just felt like like every every worry in the world just left for five minutes or five oh hours. Oh my god, me. you just, don't even just, know, dude. It's just like, you were just stress free. Like you were just you were you were just happy for five hours. I'm just on another fucking planet, dude. You're just, like, you're just floating in existence. <laughs> like I don't understand why people do drugs to like get a high when Minecraft exists. Like exactly. you just boot that shit up, get a few friends, and you're like in another dimension for a while yeah. uh it was it was great like it was amazing we all were building really cool shit i mean the two guys that i grew up with who still played who still go to penn state with me and play this game they're they're fucking nuts like they know how to do everything it's 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 insane uh, the redstone contraptions all yeah. that stuff one of our new guys uh, uh one of our roommates who i just met uh for this past year uh, he he came on with us too, and he was just awestruck, like he was absolutely blown away by what what my friends could build. I was like, dude, I'm right there with you. I have no idea how they do it. I'm just here trying to build a little humble farmstead. Yeah, exactly, uh, a log cabin and a farm, and just I'm good for hours. Yeah, I, I'm flexing my building muscles a little bit. I'm trying out the new blocks that 1.18 has brought. 
the new cave generation. Oh my god, dude! Like, uh, we briefly mentioned that Caves and Cliffs came out. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it in earnest. Holy shit, dude! It's a completely different fucking game once you go below the surface now. Like, it is wild. And there are so many cool new blocks, like copper blocks that will age with time uh, and will eventually oxidize, which I'm trying to do, do a cool new build out of. Everyone else hates it because it's just so prevalent in the underground. Like, that's just, it's just copper everywhere. But that's good for me because no one wants the copper, so they'll all give it to me for my build project, which is nice. Does it give you, X, does it give you XP? Uh, it does not. I don't think when you mine it. Oh, but yeah. when you smelt it, obviously it will. Yeah. Uh, give you XP, but uh, I'm building this kind of like Fallout vault sort of thing. Like it's a big ass vault door on the side of a mountain, uh, made of copper and stone. Pretty cool. And there's in the mountain there's like a natural sort of crag formation that kind of goes down into the mountain. So the door doesn't open. Like it doesn't have redstone contraption. We don't have the resources for those redstone contraptions. But I decided okay. Let's make it like an abandoned vault. That's why it's going to age with time. So through that crag, you can get into the vault, uh, like the damaged portion of it. And I'm making it look like aged and weathered. So it's been a lot of inspiration uh, going into this Minecraft build. And it's just fun to play with with everybody. So that's what I've been doing gaming wise. But speaking of gaming, uh, one of the biggest events in gaming uh, nowadays has just gone and passed us by. I honestly, I almost thought that we talked about this already, but that's probably because like you and me and the podcast boys have just been, we're just talking nonstop about it. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was checking every now and then, but yeah, yeah, I, I completely forgot that we that we still have to talk about this on the show, but yeah, the the game awards are now concluded, and yeah, they're done completely. Well, yeah, I mean, th- sorry. Game Awards 2021 has finished, and now, <laughs> yeah, good point. Not, not the, the Jeff Jeff Keeley did not go up and say I'm never doing this again. Fuck you. He all. might as well have, honestly, for as far as from a Nintendo fan's viewpoint, because Tyler, we are since day one, like the since conception of this podcast, we have been Nintendo news through and through. That's our main gist of why we do this. That mm. that's why we love this show so much. It's mainly what we talk about. What was the? Let's just start with the biggest Nintendo news job at the Game Awards. I'll let you. I'll let you take it from here. Just introduce. What was the? What, what was the? What's the number one thing Nintendo showed that you want to talk about? Honestly, it's a good question because <laughs> there wasn't anything really. Not a goddamn. They they showed a little. It was just ads. It was just Switch ads. Yeah, we're grasping at straws. Like there was. Breath of the Wild 2 footage that we already saw with the same like sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild tagline that they haven't changed. And it was just like and thanks was for playing it. Switch games this year and they just left. Yep, and they just left. There was there was nothing. Smash no, Bros. Not, is dead and they just had no idea what to do. Now they're, okay. They're, they won an award. Nintendo won one singular award this time. They didn't even win Best Family Game. They basically have their own fucking category at the Game Awards. They didn't win their own damn category. That's how you know you're washed. If you don't, even, if you don't win Best Family Game, holy fuck, what are we doing here? There, but... was one Inten- there was one non-Nintendo game in Best Family Game, and it won. Then again, yeah. it also it also won Game of the Year. Yeah, so. yeah it takes two. Uh, congratulations. But, that yeah, Nintendo did have one winner. Action Adventure went to Metroid Dread, deservingly so. 
Of course. Um, you know, this podcast thinks it should win game of the year. But, yeah, I know you do. But uh, I mean, yes, I do. But th- then again, that's the, it's the only game I've played out of the nominees. So I was kind of hamstrung in my choices for candidates. But, yeah, one best action adventure, which I was kind of, I don't know, it felt weird. Judging by what the other ones were, like they had some good runners up there with Ratchet and Clank and and a, and a few other, I forget exactly what the other ones were, but I remember feeling kind of weird about it winning best action adventure game. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Like I guess it fall. It's such a broad category, like mm-hmm. action adventure. Like what does that even mean anymore? Yeah, it's every game that's ever made. <laughs> yeah, it could mean so many things. So, I mean, I guess it's a good win. Uh. But yeah, Nintendo just wasn't here, like, at no. all. They sent Doug up there to give a speech about Dread, and that was it. That was about the most we got from Nintendo. I was hoping Breath of the Wild 2 would get most anticipated game. I'm starting to think Healy is fucking he creating that shit. Is. He absolutely, absolutely is. is. Either one, they had that... Uh, first of all, Elden Ring won it again. This is the second Elden, Elden Ring's got Keely in their back pocket. I mean, Keely already seems to be, like... At, like, at every chance, he just, like, loves Elden Ring. Uh, two... They had a, like, Elden Ring had a trailer. Again, it looks cool, like a cinematic story trailer. So I'm thinking maybe, like, they had that trailer to show, so they just made it win most anticipated, yeah, so they had an excuse to show it. But it was, like, the same games as last year. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was pretty much the exact same games as last year. But it's it's fine. It, it, you know what? It's fine. Because, uh, because... We have, you know what, I'm starting to think this doesn't justify it, but uh, the Nintendo continues to hate on this podcast unintentionally, unintentionally. Uh, by okay. dropping their big-ass news drops a day after we record the episodes, because we have a new Indie World showcase uh, coming up. Yeah, damn right we do. Uh, tomorrow, when you're listening to this today. Yeah, um, that is being coined as um, "Happy Not Gonna Show Hollow Knight Silk Song Day." So, uh, gear I feel up for like that. I mean, that's all this the indie world has kind of turned into, at least from the fans' perspective. It's like, is Hollow Knight going to show up? However, the other half of the puzzle has been achieved at the Game Awards. <laughs> we firmly grasped Cuphead, the delicious Cuphead, last course. The last course DLC. It looks so fucking good. It looks so good. Three-player Cuphead. It looks so good. Like, the trailer to reveal it was awesome. It was just a smile on your face the entire time. And that, I th- I'm guessing the name implies, like, after that, Cuphead's done. I think I think so. I mean, do you know, like, think of how long that just DLC took to take. Or took to make, sorry. I mean, this game is, like, the most intense, like... Oh like it's God. so detailed. Like the way that it's made, it just takes so long to make even the smallest thing because of this game. It almost right. makes me want to get it solely to support the developers, but what? I know it's going to make it's going to take years off my life if I get that. Game. It's going to ruin your life. I would not, I don't do it, but you know we we will do our part in supporting it by talking about it on the show. Uh, it provided some of the best rage compilations back in the day. Oh like, yeah, came out, like, <laughs> iconic rage compilations. But, and of course the iconic uh, the, the that one game journalist that couldn't get past the tutorial. That has. <laughs> oh my now god, just, I forgot about that. <laughs> like that that went viral. That's still talked about today. That is such they a huge. Could, 
they couldn't jump. They couldn't jump over the fucking um, ledge, right? They just didn't know yeah, how to double jump. Yeah, the tutorial. That meme, like, like oh my, I gotta created find a crazy stigma around like, you know, like game journalists were already looked down upon, kind of, for being like not actual gamers. Like they don't know what they're talking about. That just absolutely intensified it tenfold. So. Here, it is, here it is on Reddit. A game journalist plays the Cuphead tutorial level for 26 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's so funny. Yeah, it it's fucking ridiculous. So we, we can thank Cuphead for that footnote in gaming history as well. But also, again, like this that game, it, there's so much love and care put into it. I don't know how they stuck with that. Like, that's hand-drawn animations, all the custom effects. They had to capture that art style that pretty much no other game uses. Like 1930s. Yeah. 30s. 1930s 30s cartoons. It's insane. And The next decade's the 2030s. Like, we're we're talking over 100 years ago. Yeah, seriously. And, you know, I've... The run-and-gun sort of games, you know, like your Mega Man and your Cuphead, they're games I've actually wanted to try out for a bit. I'll probably start with Mega Man and not yeah, just e- jump yeah, straight. E- ease your way into it. Yeah, my my plan is to get some Nintendo, uh, like is to buy some of the Mega Man, like the classic Mega Man collection on yeah. the eShop to play, because I don't know why I've had a real strong urge to play classic Mega Man, even though I've never played it before. Uh, so I think I might want to try that out. But I, I mean, kudos to the Cuphead developers for finally getting this out, getting... You know, next one year, half right? of the two indie game absentees. Yeah, I think it's the uh, first half of next year it's coming out. Yeah, I, I believe so, yes. But, yeah, that's a good way to start. We're kind of bouncing all over the place here at the Game Awards, but, yeah, I, we mean, we, we, I mean, we got to talk about your guy. Like, Sonic had a big night. Yes, that is true. I was looking forward to, I mean, if only we got Brock. If only Brock what, was here. What but. do you want to talk about first, the movie or the game? Let's go in the order it was revealed. First up was the movie, uh, which was the one one of the concrete things that we knew was going to be in the Game Awards because it was it was teased beforehand. It was announced before, yeah. They showed the poster yeah. and everything. Uh, however, there was specific wordage of a double feature, and I think one of the foreign language Sonic Twitter accounts. So that was the first indication that we might be getting more than just the movie trailer. But at this point, movie trailer, and oh man, this it looks. Trout- looks good it looks really good this was one of the best things the game awards this year like had to the table and it wasn't even a fucking game like it was it was a well it was a it's it's more video game related than some of the other things they showed at the game awards this year which is weird but get down to brass tacks it's a movie but regardless it looked awesome wow it blew me away it looked really good i was not expecting that to look that good I, i was freaking out it was amazing we got you know, Eggman returning with the stash and the bald head. Like, we saw him at the end of the first Sonic movie. Yeah, Carrie looks good. Oh, Jim Carrey looks like he's going to have fun. Did you Also, let's let's talk about Jim Carrey for a second. Did you fucking see that ramble? Yeah, I don't know what he was talking... I don't know what... I don't know what he was talking about. Like, that man is... Is... I don't... He's not human. No, someone but, put something in his drink, and he... And Ben's yeah, like, just talk. Someone put something in his drink for every single year he was alive. He's been alive on this earth. It's true, but it's made him. It's made him a lot of money, so I'm sure he has no regrets. But yeah, I mean, I mean Carrie looks great. Could, he was awesome in the first movie, so I expect nothing less here in the second. I almost 
I don't know. He he really killed it as Eggman in the first one, despite like not looking anything like Eggman. Yeah. But now more like robotic like. Yeah, more ro- now he looks more robotic like. Well, I mean robotic and Eggman both kind of look the same, but yeah. You know, I don't know. I can't think of anyone else for Eggman now that I've seen him in the role. <laughs> like, I don't know why I was laughing, but I was laughing at the part when the assistant is in the coffee shop. He's just yelling, he's back! Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's Agent Stone. Agent that, Stone. Yeah. His name. That, that made me uh, laugh. That was I'm good, glad they're bringing him back, too. That, yeah, their dynamic was super fucking funny in the first one. But yeah, that, they were yeah. good. So, we have Sonic seeming you know eggman is returned also love that eggman's technology like in the first movie you saw these like white and black and robots with red accents that was kind of eggman's mo in the in the movie when obviously in the games that's nothing like that it was very it's much more like sleek and militaristic but now in the trailer you still have that same like color scheme but they are more in line with what the Sonic enemy, like, badniks look like. Like, yeah, you have, it, it is. You have sure. robots that are shaped like those wasps, that those wasp enemies that attack you in Sonic. Uh, and you have his Egomatic, like his flying hover car. Like, that is the exact same shape, just a different color scheme, which is great. They're being more game accurate. That's what I wanted more out of the first movie, and that's exactly what they're doing here, which is great. And, you know, you see Sonic. Sonic still looks great as ever. Looks like he there are a lot of like adventure references and like the framing of certain shots in this trailer. Which yeah, is, it's weird because it's like adventure reference. I noticed it too. It's like adventure references, but it looks like we're getting like the Sonic Three plot. Yeah, like the th- plot is very much Sonic Three in broad strokes. Yeah, because we get our first look at the main man himself, Knuckles the Echidna. Pl- and oh my god, he's so intimidating with Idris Elba's voice behind him. Did you see like the meme going around that Idris Elba was like, Knuckles isn't going to sound sexy, and everyone's like, you fucking liar. Yeah, so that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. That was a lie. No, and, he sounds... He talks... He ju- I did not hear a fucking word of what you just said. You just Yeah, I could, I could tell. <laughs> I, could t- I could tell. Sorry about that. But he said maybe seven words, and I'm like, holy shit, he's going to be awesome in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's exactly Sonic Three. Like Knuckles has been tricked by Eggman into fighting Sonic, uh, and he kicked his ass in the one scene we saw. So. Oh yeah, it looks like. So we talked about how Sonic has a sort of like blue, like speed force like power in the first movie, uh, which wasn't isn't present in the games, uh, but it seems like Knuckles has a sort of equivalent, like a red equivalent to that. What so, is his power? Is he just, like, really strong? Yeah, Knuckles is just, like, super buff, like, in Sonic. Like, there's no is, powers. Isn't he, is, isn't he a guardian of a Chaos Emerald? He is the guardian of the Master Emerald, which is the emerald that kind of uh, controls the other seven. Uh, he's usually... His home is on Angel Island, which is a floating island in the sky, uh, which we may have seen grounded in this trailer. Like, there was an altar to the master emerald seemingly or like some just sort of ancient ruins oh yeah the fucking master emerald is in this movie like chaos emeralds and more sonic again more game sonic lore is coming in again it's everything i wanted in this trailer but yeah it seems like they're keeping some of the stuff from the first they're not completely forgetting what they did in the first movie you know sonic still has this blue like emp powers it seems so knuckles has this too so i'm kind of wondering how how the movie will explain how they got those powers. I don't know if it's just something that everyone in the realm has the potential to have, 
or if they are connected in some way in the way that they got it more than we know. It's a little strange. It's something we haven't seen in the game, so there's like nothing we can really draw from from it. I think we'll get some answers because like we saw Tails, Tails made the appearance and he actually yeah. had lines and you know all that stuff. But Tails comes from the same like realm that Sonic and Knuckles do, and he doesn't have that aura around him. He at has least, powers and the fact that he can fly, but like at first glance, he doesn't have any like actual like powers, if you will. Yeah, I mean they could make it so that maybe the power manifests in him flying, like that is what his power is. Yeah, because obviously we have we didn't see any like glowing orange particle effects in like the post credit scene of Sonic One, uh, where he did fly, uh, or in this one either. But in this one he didn't fly; he just ha- was in his plane. So I can see them kind of rec- maybe retconning that to be his power, or again giving us some other explanation. But Tails ag- had some touch ups from his look in the last one. Looks a bit older uh, than how he was portrayed in the in the first movie, yeah. which I think is good. Uh, and do you think there's any like time skip between the two movies? Like any significant maybe, time skip? I mean, not not a significant one. Sonic still looks pretty kid like. Like he he looks about the same, I think. Yeah. But uh, this movie's gonna do something. It's gonna be juggling a lot, it seems, because they yeah, also have to tackle concern. the fact that yeah, it's a lot Tails on. is meeting Sonic for the first time. Like their their back and forth is gonna be great, though. I think. I think so. Like I mean, Tails and Sonic. It has to be for a Sonic movie. But, yeah, the name's Tails, okay? Yeah, okay. And then Sonic <laughs> is fucking slapped by a missile. He just gets absolutely pummeled by one. Sonic uh, took a beating in this trailer. Oh, Sonic got fucking fucked up at every corner in this trailer. Yeah, but a hero. Yeah. Tails and Sonic are meeting for the first time. Tails, Knuckles, and Sonic are all meeting each other for the same time. For, for first the first time. time, sorry. You have the Chaos uh, and Master Emerald. You got the and Chaos. going to play in. You I mean, it, it looks like it might just be the Master Emerald at first. The Chaos Emeralds, I assume, might come in later. I was about, later. To, say, you got, I was about to say, you got to think if they're showing the Master yeah, it's one. Got, the got the yeah, it's got I mean, They could do Super Sonic in this now that they have that in. Eggman's Return. Uh, Sonic and Knuckles fight. Then they have to eventually all make up so that the three of them can fight Eggman. They have to get James Marsden's character and his, like, fiancé in the movie. They have to... That's true. Like, the, US yeah. gover- the U.S. government, is, I'm assuming, is involved now because Robot- Eggman, Robotic, whatever you want to call him, is no longer, like, affiliated with things, kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Found his, I, so they got a lot. They have a lot on their plate. They really do. Yeah, I mean, I assume the budget is much bigger for this movie, so I think... I would hope so, probably yeah. do. I mean, this movie... Sonic 1 did, like, numbers right before the pandemic, so... Uh, I think this could, I think they have it in them. I just think it's interesting that they're doing this much uh, for the second movie. But I am. I wouldn't mind if they just. I wouldn't mind if they just completely like bailed on some of the human storylines. Like I'm fine with that. Oh, just, for sure. Now, the now that they're bringing stuff. in like more Sonic lore, actually, for sure, I'd be happy if they dropped some of the human characters, uh, which what I think they James, will do. What is James Marsden's character's name? I forgot. I have no idea. It's some bland name too. Like, I just. I don't know. Is that Tim? No, that's Detective Pikachu. No, and Dave's him when he plays David Alvin the Chipmunks. Um, oh, uh, I I don't remember, but I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I, it'll piss you're me gonna off. yeah you're gonna look it up. Gotcha. But uh, I mean, Knuckles looks like amazing. Like he's he does. Huge, he's huge. Like he looks just as good as Sonic and Tails does. Tom. His name's Tom. Tom. I was I was really close to Tim. So what a it was horrible, the Tom. Just Tom. <laughs> yep, just T-O-M. The Adventures of Sonic and Tom. And yeah, no, shout out to all the Toms out there. But 
Yeah, this was, see he him. looks we awesome. See him. He was on a he was on a boat consulting. He's giving Sonic, he's giving Sonic a hype up speech. Yeah, it looks like Sonic's trying to like do good around the world, but where, then where are they at? Green Hills? Where? Like Wyoming? Uh, Montana. Montana. Uh, Montana. I think they might have moved because I don't think there are any. I mean, what city do you think he was in? Oh yeah, that's a good point. I, I'm gonna guess like. Where did he go in the first one? Seattle or San Francisco? I think. So. Oh, I think it might have been Seattle because I think we might have seen the Space Needle. Yeah, I think they are in Seattle. Okay, Seattle. So. I don't know how Sonic. I mean, Sonic can get anywhere. I mean, they might have just moved, but, you know. Yeah. For jobs or something, but. Yeah, they have to tackle that too, or Sonic like has his own motivation for wanting to like help the planet or whatever and try and use his powers for good. I don't know if that's just going to be a really basic setup for the rest of the movie, or if that's going to be a theme that kind of goes through the movie it's obviously it's a trailer so we can speculate all we want but it seems like there's a they have a lot of eggs in the basket for this one so I'm yeah i'll ask you one it. more question i'll ask you one more question about the story then we can get into the frontier stuff they showed yeah uh they did a lot of like songs a kid in the first movie it seems like they're going in that direction again i mean you I know how i you know how i feel about that i I like, don't. The, I feel like the first one was all like sonic you're a kid like just calm down relax like you know like you're learning your power like, now he's, he's had his power for a little bit, and, like, I get he's still, like, this kid, but, like, do we really need to harp on the fact that, you know, like, the the moment chooses you or whatever Tom, the Marsden's character said? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it does... I, I wish they aged Sonic up a little bit. Uh, Maybe more a more significant time skip for this. Yeah, uh, it looks it like it's like, been, like, a, a year max. Yeah, it seems like Robotnik got foiled and then immediately found a way to come back from whatever mushroom dimension he was in. Do you think the Master Emerald's on that planet? Maybe. It must be, because they have to come from Sonic's world. Yeah, and he has to get back somehow, and I'm assuming that's how he gets back. Yeah, so I assume assume the Emerald came from his universe. Uh, Maybe. I can see a thing where it was like, Maybe it was brought over to the human world in like ancient times or whatever, and it just yeah. like is laid dormant for for a long time. But then that would kind of, but Knuckles would probably be the guardian of it. I was so. gonna say maybe Knuckles. That's how he gets introduced. Like that he knows where it is. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Also, like Knuckles, the people who killed Sonic's like what Parents was it? Are kidnaps. Well, like the, like guardians, the guardian, I guess. like. Like the owl or the whatever owl. her name. The, the, What's her name? It's something claw, right? The I owl. Forget. The owl, yeah. Yeah, that 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 was a movie the, original. Wasn't the echidnas? Yeah, that was the echidnas. The echidnas that... Yeah, like the echidnas killed her. So that could cause some real like emotional like emotionally charged moments in this fight. Is that a video game thing or is that brand new? That is not that is brand new. Like the Echidna tribe was an event was an adventure. Like, they wore similar garb to them and had similar, like, white tattoo markings uh, in the first movie. But, like, Sonic's owl caretaker, completely movie original, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, the echidnas murder her. Yeah, and the echidnas murdering people, I think Adventure maybe touched on, like, their conflict with so certain... Okay, I don't think that's a new concept. Yeah, I don't think it's a completely new concept because, you know, the that was more in, like older times you know times have changed now but yeah i think i think that could be like a turning point in the fight maybe 
like maybe their knuckles and sonic are fight and i would i will i would love to see their fight like i cannot wait to see their fight because they haven't fought in so long so i'm really excited to see how they put like each other's powers to the test which will be pretty cool but i think at some point in the fight knuckles may eventually bring up that maybe like bring up the fact about that or because i think sonic saw that they were echidnas before he was thrown through the portal in the first movie so i think that could be like maybe that's how sonic goes into like his rage rage mode and absolutely like is about to destroy knuckles before something gets in the way dude i was gonna say do sonic and knuckles like fight fight in the games they do in sonic adventure 3 there are boss fights with knuckles or not in sonic adventure 3 sorry brock didn't mean to make you jump there uh in sonic the hedgehog 3 uh and knuckles knuckles. uh there are boss fights with knuckles until you know you get to a certain boss fight and you kick his ass and then he sees that you know eggman is the actual evil one so then he starts helping you but yeah there are boss fights in there and in sonic x as well the anime uh that aired for a while in the states uh they had a fight as well like him and sonic were at odds for a while and they actually fought so you know it's something that we've seen a, a, a bit of in in the series but we have not seen in a long time so i'm excited to see how they kind of put their own spin on it in movie form but i think that's everything like that trailer was great it was pretty much universally praised i think Uh, yeah definitely even by the critics and stuff they're like wow this actually looks actually kind of good like it like it seemed like everyone's pretty on board with this trailer which i'm happy about yeah no Uh, but that was not that was not the only thing that we got no we actually got stuff for the next Sonic game, fellas. And it's a doozy. Like, we we had heard the name Sonic Frontiers from a few leaks. Uh, and even right before the Game Awards, like, the well, Sonic the Frontiers website launched, right? domain yeah. got launched. So, you know, it was a little obvious in hindsight what it was going we to be. We all knew, yeah. Worst kept secret in the world what the name was. We got some footage you know some cgi but some in engine i believe as well mm-hmm. uh at least of the current build and yeah it's sonic running through that same patch of woods that we saw earlier with these sort of like missiles following him like these black and purple missiles that are following him and they blow up behind him and he hears like this ghostly voice like kind of saying like over here or go that way like kind of directing him in all the cgi segments and in the subtitles for i think like uh one of the versions i think maybe the german version of the trailer it was subtitles that that was amy's voice really that that that's what the subtitles said anyway when was the last time amy was relevant in sonic war not a while not in a long time she's been in a lot of the games like generations lost world things like that but she didn't do anything she was just there so relevant not for not since like sonic adventure probably good lord which is a long time that's a very long uh time. maybe like i mean in the storybook series she's a different character technically like she's the lady of the lake and uh sonic and the black knight i know i know such a sentence should never be said but <laughs> never. Uh, yeah it this has kind of gone into the theory that sonic is somehow like trapped in some other like world like some like digital world or some world other than his own and that his friends are maybe trying to help him get out and that's why he he's hearing these voices in his head uh but hey we got a breath of the wild shot 
we got the Breath of the Wild shot. We got uh, the main character standing on a standing on a rock, looking over a big uh, open field. Yep. I Let's mean, go. what more can you want? We got some Breath of the Wild at least in this. This actually caused a really big discourse on Twitter, like because Breath of the Wild was brought up again. It's like you know everything getting prepared compared to Breath of the Wild, or everything's copying Breath of the Wild. Like, like come that. on, it's the exact shot. Like it's the same thing in Legends Arceus. They did the same thing. It's the same exact shot. I know, I know, I know. But like that, that that caused a huge wave of of Twitter arguments all over the place. It's gonna saying, be the greatest game of all time now, just like Legends Arceus. I mean, you have that shot, you're you're guaranteed for success. I mean, when you have, I was about to say, when you have that shot, it seems like you're gonna be a fucking game of the year contender at least. Exactly. But, so congratulations, uh, Sonic Frontier. Yeah, back to in engine. Like, if you got, if you saw the in engine, uh, footage in a vacuum with no context, you would not think it's a Sonic game. That's true. No. Like there are all. no Sonic, there are no classic Sonic like mainstays, like enemies or springs or or anything that could be remotely viewed as Sonic. It's a bunch of ancient ruins and big open grassy fields and and cliffs above the ocean. And these again, like weird ruinous towers and and forgotten relics of, of like a civilization long gone, it seems. Yeah, definitely some definitely interesting concepts. I still I still think the biggest thing they need to hit is like how is Sonic gonna move in this world? Oh, for sure. Like because if, if he's so if he's able fast, to traverse he... super fast, like how how do you make a world big enough to contain him? And you can't. You know? Like we just got to talk about the movie. In movie lore, he can run to like Seattle and like mere minutes so yeah so we could see the adventure style of gameplay combat i I, i'm not think i don't think that's the case though because we do see him using the boost Mm -hmm. in a few scenes so it seems like boost will return in some form obviously it's going to be different than in the normal boost formula because if it was the normal way the games have been doing it it definitely i don't think would work but we don't see a whole lot we see sonic's model some people think sonic's model looked bad like I, you, I, okay, okay, I, I, okay, and and I was kidding at the time. I just want to say it to fire you guys up. I promise, uh, I promise. But I, I did think it looked like it's just it's, it's just a cut and paste of the Sonic version we've been getting. I mean, yes, which I don't I might, think there's. A, it no, did look I, a little out of place with everything, that, but I think that might I be thinking. the point. I think yeah. that might be the point, though. Like, okay, if our yeah. theory about the alternate dimension is yeah, true. Okay, yeah, that's a good point then. Like, if Sonic's like, okay, here's this, nor here's this um cartoon-looking hedgehog stuck in this realistic world. Of course, it's supposed to look out of place. Yeah, I, I think that might be the case. I didn't, I didn't see it. It was just a, fr- it was like five seconds of looking at him. I didn't yeah, think it looked as, bad. But yeah, fucking, I mean, it's, it's like, just modern Hawaii. Sonic. Like, there's no, yeah. no design tweaks, no seeming like gimmick items at least of yet on his what are person. Those on the timeline. The illustrious <laughs> Sonic timeline. The, the, the complicated Sonic timeline. There's a there's a there's sort of an outline, like Sonic timeline. Like it's there, but yeah, oh yeah, that was another thing. Just hard back to the movie. Like <laughs> Drew Selva was like he wants to know more about like what Knuckles' motivation is. Everybody was like, buddy, get in line. Like we all want to know what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I saw like you know Idris Elba is more interested in Sonic lore than some of the writers for the fucking games. Uh, Knuckles' motivations are actually kind of interesting though. Because he's always, like, at, he's very gullible. Yeah. Like, in, in the past, I wouldn't say that. He's big, he's big dummy. Like, he can get tricked easily. It's weird, because in he's the a past. Meathead. He's a literal meathead. I know he's a meathead, but, like, in, in, 
these newer games, he's been portrayed as just that. Like, no badass qualities about him at all. Like, he just gets his ass kicked all over the place, and he's a big, dumb, stupid, idiot, fucking dumbass. But the at least the, I think the movie, like, first of all, seeing him fucking wreck Sonic. Is, yeah, they're not like, gonna, they're not going to let Idris Elba play a fucking moron. Yeah, they're going to make it. I was about to say, if you're getting Idris Elba, you're making a badass one way or another, even if he's gullible, you know, he's yeah, very he, he's very duty bound. You know, yeah, like he, he is fucking he fucking volleyball spikes Sonic to, like the Earth's crust. Also, canonically, like when we first see him talk about like the Master Emerald in a- Adventure, I think he says like he's new to it. Yeah. Like, he's relatively new to the Guardian role. Yeah, he just inherited it. Yeah, so that could also play a part in his, like, gullibleness. Yeah. But, again, I think they're making him really badass-looking in this in the movie, so I think that could help to improve his image. I'm also curious uh, whose backyard they were in. <laughs> I am curious as well. Uh, I am interested because we did see some soldiers, actually. Some U.S. government soldiers, or at least... They looked like the gun soldiers. Now, gun is basically Sonic's version of, of the, the military, yeah, the military. Of the government. It's gun. Now, gun historically has had a very, very tight story tie with Shadow the Hedgehog. Is it like being a Sonic clone? Yes. So, like, gun has always. Like, they made the Space Colony arc in Adventure 2 that was used by Eggman to blow up the moon. Uh, they why, killed. Why would you want to do that? I, I, he was trying to send a message, I guess, but he really just <laughs> fucked up everything. Like he really did not think that through at all. Uh, I'm gonna send a message. I'm blowing up the moon. I'm. Uh, if you guys have seen uh, Snapcube's uh, live fan dubbing of of Sonic Adventure, oh my god, you know that scene by heart too well. But yeah, we saw some gun. I really don't want them to bring Shadow into this because they already seem to have a lot on their plate. I don't think he will. I honestly don't think he will be. Which is Maybe why I'm like wondering. Maybe like a post-credits thing if they're setting up a third yeah, one. Which is why I'm wondering why they're bringing in, uh, why they're bringing in Gun at all. Because they're two. Like when you think Gun, it's two characters. Ru- Rouge the Bat, which I don't think the internet's ready for that. Shadow. And Shadow the Hedgehog. Isn't wasn't Gun in the first movie? I don't think Gun was in the first movie. No, I think it was just the military. Like I don't think it was Gun per se. But this time it looks like they have like a very visible like yellow G emblem on their Kevlar. So it seems like it is very more clearly them. Maybe they can tie it into like oh they were the first people, or at least they were like a subset of the military from the first movie, something like that. But uh, yeah, Shadow and Rouge are like the two characters you think of when you think Gun. So I'm interested to see maybe if they set up like like this movie seems to be very much based on, you know, the classic Sonic games like Sonic 1, 2, Sonic 3, because you have Tails in there representing Sonic 2 and then you have Knuckles obviously representing Sonic 3. So I'm thinking maybe if we're thinking long into the future, the third movie in this trilogy could be SA 1 and 2, SA 1 and 2. Which I think would be a nice way to theme these movies. We were talking about Frontiers for like three minutes, and we're like, all right, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we didn't get a lot on Frontiers. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to Frontiers. Who the fuck's he fighting in Frontiers? What are those yeah, giant gigalith monsters? So there's a f- giant fucking, like, Titan. Like, a like this is like Sonic Shadow of the Colossus. It's like, have you seen, yeah, have you seen um X-Men Days of Future Past? It looks like the Centennials. Yeah, it looks like the Sentinels, yeah. Uh, 
It looked like gold and purple with like spikes on it. It looked like yeah, very geometric. No chance, no chance Sonic's taking that guy down. At least not unless it unless he hits a very obvious weak point on on this thing. <laughs> but uh, I think some I think there was a plot summary leaked uh, oh, for the movie, which I did not I did not read. But movie or game? There, movie. The game. Shit. Sorry for the game for Frontiers. But there were also many uh, scrapped titles for the game that were leaked. Including like Sonic the Hedgehog, Rise of the Titans. Uh, there was a lot of them that used the word Titans. So I think that these guys may be a central point of the game. This might literally be Sonic Shadow of the Colossus. There's where like, we, we we really gotta try something new, guys. <laughs> I mean, it seems like Sonic's going to be fighting a lot more of these guys than just this one. Uh, which I think is cool. Fucking Sonic Kaiju Fighter game. Like, what what timeline are we living in right now? But, uh, yeah, th- that was what I noticed. So I think the Titans might be a mainstay of this game. Might be something to look, you know, more at as trailers come out. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we really did get off track from Frontiers and go right back to the movie. Uh, but, yeah, I think it'd be cool if the movies, like, went from, like, oh, it's a very original movie concept in one, not really based on anything. Uh, on it's a two, sad movie. It's a sad movie. Yeah. This is Sonic. This is the world he's in. This is his main bad guy. Yeah, and two kind of takes everything from the classic Sonic games up to Sonic Three and Knuckles. Maybe, maybe beyond if we get yeah, Metal the two, Sonic. The, yeah, the two, if we get Metal Sonic in this, it could go up Sonic to Sonic CD. CD. Yeah. So that could be that representation. And then, I mean, Metal Sonic yeah. can be put in anything basically because he's just a very perfect Sonic villain. Yeah, Sonic uh, Two. Yeah. Sonic Two is the two D game. Sonic Three is the three D games. There you go. Sonic 3D, I think, again, adventure would be a very logical step in the right direction. If they're introducing Gun, you get uh, Shadow in there. Just, please just go to Sonic 06 with their movie. Just ruin everything. Sonic, ruin 06 everything. Need its, Sonic 06 would need its own thing. Like, they're not going to bring in Silver and Blaze in the ruin, Sonic. Ruin the whole fucking franchise. <laughs> For real. But, I mean, if they, bring, if they make Rouge the Bat in the third movie, like, that's going to sell out tickets on its own. Like, that fact. I was about to say, like, they, they have a good thing going at this mo- at this point. Obviously, we need to wait for the movie to come out because it's coming out April next year, so we have to wait too much longer. But yeah, yeah. they have a good thing going. If this movie hits two, like, there's, they're going to make a third, and they're going to have an infinite budget, and they're probably just going get, to get crazy with it, which I'm all for. I mean, it's about time. Like, video game movies historically have been really bad, but, like, yeah. we have the last two. Detective Pikachu was really good, not, like, not really good in a video game movie sense. And Sonic mm-hmm. 1 was a very good start for hopefully what's going to be an awesome second movie. Yeah, I, I'm definitely with you there. Uh, I don't think there are any plans to make a Detective Pikachu 2, There's not, unfortunately. There's so, Sonic's the one that's got to tor- carry the torch on this one. And we you got know. the Mario Brothers movie next year too, later in the year. So, so Sonic still, so Sonic's still gonna be the one who needs to carry the torch after that one. He's, too. he's gonna carry, he's gonna carry two torches by the time time comes. I'm gonna be honest, I have zero expectation that this movie's gonna be good. Zero. Sonic. Mario. Oh, Mario! I think Mario's gonna be fucking awful. I think Sonic's gonna be good. Oh, I think Sonic's gonna be good. I mean, the fact that they actually brought back the video game voice actors for Tails gave me so much hope in this fucking movie. More Are than literally. Voice. Does she voice voice him in the games? Mm-hmm. Awesome. They, they brought her back for for she was reprising her role as Tails. That's that's awesome. She's the end of the first movie. I knew I know that much, but like yeah. that that fact alone has given me full faith in this movie. And the fact that they brought back zero 
people for Mario and just was all A-list celebrity actors I don't like. Not yeah, not for a video game movie because like they're just not voice actors. They are actors, you know? Yeah. It can work. Miyamoto but, Googled actors and hired the first And hired ones. the first first ones he saw. I love that joke. I mean, uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I Chris agree. Pratt can voice act. I mean, Lego Movie has shown us that, but well, re- well, Final Fantasy VII Remake did the same thing. They recasted their entire cast, but like they didn't do A-list actors. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're mainly they're the guys they got from from TV. I I just don't know. I don't see the Mario movie being good at all. I, I think I think there is honest to God zero chance it's good. I really think that. Like so Charles, I think Charles, they just took Charles Martinet and like you're gonna voice every character that's not a mainline character. Yeah, like what doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they're Sonic, saying that they're saying Chris Pratt's voice is like, oh, they, it's actually really good, but no, nah, nah. not I, I don't, I, I think they're fucking lying through their teeth at us. Like, <laughs> it's like you no said, it's way. like Miyamoto heard one line and he spontaneously combusted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would too, but I mean, Sonic, Sonic's doing it right. It seems, it seems this move. Oh yeah, Sonic two could flop, and we could totally be wrong, but I don't think it is. No, I no. Schwartz is he's really coming into his own with that role. I think Carrie Carrie's gonna be awesome. Carrie, Elba, O'Shawn, like they, they, all I, the pieces are there for the movie to be good. Yeah, all the pieces are there. I think so too. And then you have you know the reprised video game voice actor just tying it all in together in a very good, very good show of faith mm-hmm. to the fans. Very like, good respect for the source material. It's only seems. concern is that they have a lot to juggle plot wise. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, but even then, like other movies have had more. And yeah, for I, sure. And I think that they can do it. Like Sonic lore isn't particularly like a lot of these can probably be summed up in a few scenes, you know. So I mm-hmm. think if they if they pace it if they if the pacing of the movie is is gotten right, I think they can do it. So yeah, Sonic made out Sonic. fucking great at this game. Has a lot of Sonic. Has a lot of Sonic movie talk, but I I'm right here for it. I mean, it it was one. It was probably the only thing of crazy no at the game awards oh also right. uh game of the year was it takes two uh hey, congratulations it takes two also best family game which is usually not a combo you see very often yeah i mean good good on i don't understand how it takes two is even considered a family game because it's two players that's it you can't get any more than that yep, like the family. I, yeah i i really don't understand how that one but i mean is uh, okay never mind yeah i was about to say super mario 3d world you literally play with four players but yeah so but Anyway, um, yeah, I mean the the fucking developer of it of it takes two is fucking hilarious. Oh, he's like that, great. Yeah, like that guy was this guy who said like fuck the Oscars and flipped off the camera at the last Game Awards, and now he's up there accepting Game of the Year. You know, good for him. I like him. Yeah, good, good for him. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake's coming to PC uh, this week. Actually, that was pretty. Yep. Out. That was quick. Um, so maybe it'll, that game will come back in the limelight a little bit, maybe paving the way for future Xbox, um, Xbox play, you know, portability, whatever the fuck the word is. And finally, um, there was a meme that, um, Sonic Frontiers is actually coming to the Switch, and there's a, there's a meme of Mr. Krabs and Squirrel getting blown out of the Krusty Krab, and it said, if you yeah. put Sonic, when you're trying to load Sonic Frontiers on the Switch, it's the Krusty Krab exploding. I thought that was funny, but, yeah, that's uh, all I have for the Game Awards, really. Again, kind of fucking sucked. As far as like news, big news drops goes. At least for Nintendo, there weren't a lot. I mean, the Game Awards isn't supposed to be a big news-centric event anyway. There was a lot of games announced though. Uh, yeah, oh, this... shit. There was that one game. Oh my god, I forgot what it is. I'm looking it up right now. It was 
a game. It was called like Hellblade looked cool too. I'll admit that. Oh, shit. What Hellblade looked cool. Game awards. Hellblade looked cool. Um, trying to think of anything else that was really of note, but yeah, like Tyler said, nothing really Nintendo wise. I mean, nothing really either. Last year they showed stuff for Ultimate Smash and just immediately got out of there. So. Really, there's a thing since 2015, yeah. since a lot of passed, that was kind of like the first game where they didn't show a single thing. So, yeah, I, mean, I know. I mean, they're getting ready for a pretty big year, uh, 2022. 2022. Yeah. yeah, they got Kirby, Bayonetta, Breath of the Wild 2, hopefully, uh, Legends Arceus. Like, they got all sorts of big ticket items this time around. So, you know, I'm. I'm still looking for. I think Legend Arceus will hold me over until Breath until more Breath of the Wild 2 information at least. So. I'm down yes, to. Yes, I, I mean, again, I'll wait. I'll wait as long as I need to. Make it good. Just make Breath of the Wild 2 good. Make it the best game ever. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah, I'm surviving fine without it. Um, well, I'm gonna live better with it, but I'm doing okay without it. Yeah. I. I mean, it, it's did you find it's, the game? it's back and forth, but yes, I did find the game. So one thing that really caught my eye is Metal. It's called Metal Hellsinger. Like, Metal, uh, colon, Hellsinger. Uh, it was one of the games that was announced, and it is... Do you remember the episode where we all got on and we pitched our, like, dream video game? Oh, God. <laughs> forever ago, but yeah. Yeah, it was forever ago. This is eerily close to what I had described uh, in that pitch, which was that sort of rhythm action game that I was talking about. Yeah. Okay, where yeah, I remember. you... You, like, perform actions to the beat of a song in order to progress. And, you know, we, we talked about that a little bit. But this game is a shooter game. It looks like to be a very arena shooter game, like Doom. It has, like, you know, the demonic imagery as well on top of it all. Uh, yeah. But it's it's basically that. Like, you're, it's a shooter. It's not like a melee game that I was envisioning. But it's a shooter where if you you know, shoot and do your abilities to the time of the song. Your crosshair has, like, the the sort of, like, B icons that come in as the song goes through. So if you time your actions to the beat of the song, you will get, I think, bigger, like, damage multipliers, uh, and, you know, you will be able to more efficiently dispatch uh, enemies if you try to uh, sync up your actions with the song that's playing in the background. Uh and it looks really cool. Like, I, I'm not a big metal guy. I've only just kind of recently actually listened to a little bit of it. because I of, know. <laughs> I was about to say, I I have a little playlist that I keep. I remember the former president of the Pokemon uh, Club of Penn State kind of introduced me to some songs because he was a huge metal head. So I listened to it a little bit. But I don't know. Like, it looks... It, I just saw it, and I, we were talking about it, me and the podcast boys, uh, Sans Colby, because he was with his, uh, his I, uh, uh, GF. Uh, I but, was with your girlfriend. I tuned in every now and then. <laughs> yeah, every now and then when you had something to say. But uh, me and the boys were talking about it, and they were like, yeah, that sounds very similar to the game pitch you were talking about. So... If, if anything else, I want this game to succeed because I want more games of this genre. Because yeah, if 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 we're getting on that path, it could lead to that game that I have wanted for so long. So I might get it just for that. On on the top of the fact that it might actually be really fun. So 
Uh, yeah, Metal Hellsinger, one that you guys should look out for because I said so. So uh, I think that's I everything. That, that's everything that I have for the Game Awards. Uh, great year for Sonic, it seems. Great turnout oh, for yeah. that. Uh, Nintendo was just taking a break this year, it seems. Uh, it's amazing that we were able to get a whole hour out of that, though, despite no Nintendo stuff. Well, speaking of cinema. Speaking of non-game parts of media. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Cole, All right. Yeah, I, I got I got You I'll, got I'll this? Go. Go, I'll go, set, go. I'll set the scene. Set it. Set All right. We've been talking about Pokemon Evolutions uh, now weekly, I suppose, because the episodes are dropping weekly for the remainder that they are. So 23rd, I believe, is the last episode. There's going to be another one this week that we'll talk about next week because we don't record two episodes per week. But regardless, um, yeah, episode six came out uh, about Gen 3, uh, The Wish. And Tyler and I, until up until the episode came out, we were like, okay. Nothing has touched the Gen 5 episode. Like, Gen 4 was, it was okay, had its issues. Barry wasn't quite Barry. Uh, Gen 6 was fucking awful. Gens 7 and 8 had, again, had their issues. Like, not really, you know, Gen 5 had everything. It had characterization. It had story. It had action. All the good stuff he wanted. Yeah. I'm here to report that uh, this is now the best episode by a wide margin. It's not close. Like, Gen 5, love you dearly. Uh, sorry, you're just not better than what we got last Thursday. Uh, it was insane. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe what I was watching. First of all, it was ten and a half minutes, which... Yeah, I mean... Immediately, awesome, banger. But, like, the end of everything was different. I couldn't fucking put my finger on it, besides <laughs> the fact that it was everything. I had to put my whole hand. Like, the animation was different. Like, the character was different. Like, everything about it. Like, Primal Kyogre and Groudon, the flashbacks, were insane. The Verquaza battle theme, all the music, everything was just so cool. The way end, the the shot of the Pikachus watching Mega Salamence and Mega Verquaza battle as Zinni is talking over it was awesome. Like, they they, they showed Mei. Like, they actually showed Mei climbing Sky Tower with Zinnia. She's given the backstory of, like, her people... And like what and why this like means so much, like summoning Rayquaza. It was awesome. It was just <laughs> awesome. I couldn't believe it. it was so good. I I agree. I I mean, as someone who played uh Omega Ruby, uh himself, I was gonna say it was based off the Delta episode, right? It was based off the Delta episode of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Uh specifically, oh shit, I'm not sure if we can figure out what version this was actually. Because I think it showed both Primal Groudon and Kyogre. So I don't yeah, think this... Oh, no. Latios. Uh, I think it was Alpha Sapphire. Because Latios. Latios. Because she flew on Latios. The very beginning. Uh, I think that's how you can tell what version it is. Which is cool. Because I like how they tell you what version it is in the episodes. That's cool. Uh, which is great. So, yeah. I think I think it's I think it's Alpha Sapphire. Uh, because she flew... Because May flew on Latios. Again... I agree with you. Animation was like on another fucking level on it was the, in this episode. Everything. Yeah, I, I just want to go through it bit by bit. I want to start oh, yeah. with. The, I yeah, want no, to start I, with I had to give the, I had to give the broad introduction of this fucking episode. Rock, uh, tune in here at why. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like we're gonna be we're gonna be. Uh, yeah, we're here for another hour. We're gonna be absolutely gushing about this for a while, but oh yeah, this was awesome. I mean, I thought the, I thought Gen 5's animation was crisp, like amazing, great. This blew it out of the fucking water. <laughs> Like, 
all the all the animations of the of the characters, the perspective of like the flashbacks, like the sh- you have a lot of rotating shots that are really hard to do but look amazing. Literally the first shot when Zinni is tossing the ultra ball in the air and her hair is like blushing, I'm like, oh shit, like this is different. <laughs> yeah, and like the shot of May like jumping off of Latios yeah. and running towards the tower with Latios continuing to go up the tower as it flies and getting blurred as it gets close to the camera. Ah, oh, so good. And then you have, of course, the flashback sequences where May sees the battle between Kyogre and Groudon in this sort of weird dreamscape. That was not in the game, by the way. That is completely original to this. I wish it was in the game because it was super fucking cool. It looks awesome. But yeah, yeah. It Kyogre and Groudon battling. It did. It did. Uh, I, I mean, I it was obvious we were getting all three, but not in like, I didn't expect it to be like a flashback capacity. But hey, it worked really well for the episode. Yeah, I think it worked well as well. It showed, you know, Origin Pulse versus Precipice Blades. I'm watching it back right now. Uh, but, okay. I mean, the it's also interesting to note because the principle, sort of the premise of this is that the, the May is chasing Zinnia. Because, like... It, it, it seemed like Zinnia, like, was not, like, a good guy, essentially. Like, not a good guy. She's sort of an anti-hero in the plot. That's that's what uh, I got out of it. I was about to say, this was, this was your first experience with Zinnia, and... Yeah. I, I will say up front, Zinnia's characterization is pretty much spot on in this episode. I was about to say, like, it looked like she wasn't like necessarily a villain, but she wasn't a hero either. Yeah, she's very chaotic, uh, very much working towards her own goals, regardless of what it means for other things. Yeah. But she thinks she's been called on, like, for a higher purpose, basically. Yeah, that's exactly what it seemed like. Yeah, and her, her characterization was spot on to what the games and masters have portrayed her as, which was great uh, coming off the Barry episode. Uh, but yeah, you, you probably saw near the end, she had a bunch of mega keystones. That's kind of what clued. Four of them, I think, yeah. Yeah, she, she had been going around stealing keystones from people. Uh, that's what clued you and Steven onto her whereabouts, uh, is that she was stealing these, uh, keystones. Yeah. You know, and she was saying that it was all for a purpose, not to worry, but I'm still gonna steal these, so, uh, fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she needed, like, the power of the keystones to summon Rayquaza. Like she needed mega energy to summon Rayquaza. Well, but was her, was her end goal of doing that to still break the giant meteor? Yes, it was her, her end goal was to break the meteor that was hurtling towards, uh, Hoenn. That was always her own. So her goals were good, but she was doing it about like in a very lone wolf. I will do it myself kind of way, which you saw, like she, her greatest desire was for her to be the one to, calm Rayquaza. Yeah. Into, she's crushed to, when she can't do it. She's crushed. Yeah. Absolutely crushed. Yeah, I forget. You pick up a meteor fragment in the in the Delta episode and that is what May has and I think it's basically acts like Rayquaza's Megastone. That's exactly uh, what it was because it, it had the single on it. The symbol yeah, on it. It, had, it had the symbol on it and I forgot that this happened but Rayquaza in the game too, I think, eats the meteor. He like, needs you just, to. Yeah, I know and that's why he doesn't need a Megastone because it's, it's within him. Uh, essentially, but yeah, he, he gets summoned. He's like, what the fuck is this? And he just powers off. <laughs> but yeah, as you go up, Zinnia, as, as the, as May and Zinnia go up the tower, it's also interesting because Zinnia is far more physically fit than May is. So oh, yeah, at May, times yeah. they're just walking because May is tired and Zinnia's like, oh, I have the lead. I don't have to be so hurried so I can just walk. And she wants to impart her wisdom onto May yeah. as well to talk she, about. She, it, it's like, looked like she was like imposing her superiority, like in what was about to happen. Yeah. In sort of a playful way, but still, yes, very much showing like, I'm ahead of you. I'm going to do this and you're going to yeah. witness me do this. Uh, but 
She watch talked about the Drac- my, Watch over my Pokemon in case I die. <laughs> yeah, she she talked about the Draconid people, which was her uh, people. Her tribe, yeah. Uh, her, her that have existed for for since ancient times, but now gone mostly extinct. Uh, she is the current lore keeper, so she's the one who passes on the knowledge to later generations and eventually to you, the player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love how they spiral up the tower. The murals come out Ugh. of the wall and kind Again, of like form animation into is the a different level. Oh yeah, no, it's it's wild, but like they're they're going up these staircases that look very not structurally sound at all. Oh, Sky Towers is a disaster. Yeah, I think it's really funny. Uh, but Zinnia's like voice actor did a fantastic job. Who's of, the only person with a voice in the episode? Yeah, the only voice in the episode, but she really killed it. Like she, yeah, she carried did, definitely. It, definitely had a lot of charisma to it. Exactly how I think Zinnia should sound with the cadence that she carries her words in. It was great. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, May takes a nasty fall. Yeah, it looks like it hurt. Like, I can't believe she survived that fall uh, off of one of the pillars, but that was when the image of Mega Rayquaza kind of kind of came out of the mural. Yeah. And showed always, him always symbolically. Always love the Mega Rayquaza sighting. Oh yeah, I mean Mega Mega Rayquaza. Despite it, probably not should not exist because of how over, overpowered it is. It's still amazing. It's awesome. I just can't believe it. Uh, Draconids, and yeah, then the meteor, and then they reach the summit of mm-hmm. Sky Pillar. Rosini's like, move the fuck over, take this yeah. piece of shit Pokemon. I'm about to summon a legendary. Yeah. So basically, basically yes. I, I also like the green lights that was not present. In the game, I don't think. Uh, oh, that was like, cool. Lights on the on the tower, which is really nice. It adds a nice little like glare effect to uh, all the pr- scenes. And the sky above is completely clear, super great starry sky. That's when Zinnia discusses the meteor. Uh, a meteor just like this one crashed into the Hoenn region a while ago, and that was the meteor that made the Mega Stones. Yeah. Like that that meteor. They're kind of like two timeline, two big timelines in the Pokemon wars. There's the normal universe and the Mega universe. One universe that has Mega evolution, one that that does not. That's right. Uh, That's the whole point of the wormholes, isn't it? Um, Sun and Moon is kind of its own thing. Those are kind of like alternate dimensions, not exactly timelines. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, uh, so it's just so it's just known Pokemon lore. There's two different timelines. Yeah, I mean, in in broad strokes, it's two. In more fine strokes, there's much more. Like, every single save file of a Pokemon game can be considered an alternate universe. But as far as time... Like, it's basically the hierarchy goes... A timeline encompasses many parallel universes, you know? Kind of like an endgame. Kind of like a Marvel thing. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like timelines, universes, and dimensions are often really jumbled up in today's media. But uh, I think what it's kind of trending towards that timeline is kind of a much bigger form of measurement than universes. And it houses universes that have different yeah. dimensions in them. So yeah, she's basically talking about the lore of the mega evolution renaissance that came to the, the whole, this whole timeline because of that meteor that carried those uh, mega stones in it. And Rayquaza was the first mega evolution basically, but it was due to the fervent wishes of the people along with the, the meteor's power, I believe, combined to make him mega evolve. That's why he doesn't mega evolve in the same way as other mega evolutions. Yeah, and I think have you ever seen that? Before? Like it's a it's a fifty minute video explaining Pokemon lore. Yeah. 
I've watched it multiple times, and I think the reason they gave, I think the reason he said Rayquaza can Mega Evolve is because it was a, it was a, it was like a, a gift from Arceus for getting Kyogre and Ground like stop fighting all the time. I don't think that's confirmed, but that I don't think cool. that's it at all. But yeah, I also love how May tries to like immediately tries to snatch back the the stones. Yeah, like they these two are not like on the same. Like they are still very much against each other, but. It's a very interesting dynamic that they build between May and, and Zinnia. It's kind of yeah. the tension that's building as they climb. Mm-hmm. And then we see Aster, the Wismer. Uh, that is what the Wismer's name is. I don't think they say it in this. I don't think they uh, do. But uh, her name is Aster. And she's named after someone from Zinnia's past. I thought we might get some indication of who this was. But even in the game, we have no idea who this person was to Zinnia. Obviously, it was someone she loved very dearly. Uh, and someone, I think, who died. Uh, that Zinnia is honoring with her, with her. Definitely, definitely seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering if we were going to get any lore implications on that, which we weren't, which we did not receive here. But uh, she does ask May to take care of Wismer if she cannot uh, fulfill her duty. She does successfully summon Rayquaza, and it's so cool that when she holds up the uh, the Mega Stones, the and there's like a green energy that kind of flows down in a spiral through one of her arms. Only one though. That's true. It looks uh, like it, it, you know what it reminded me of. It reminded me of um when when they put the gauntlet on in, in like Endgame and that like like Tony Stark's like arm was just like disheveled. That's what it like reminded me of. Yeah, obviously did not destroy her arm. No, but <laughs> I'm very so she's, like, What I did think arms. was interesting is that it has like Mega Rayquazas that you know like those two little. Uh, yellow conjoined circles yeah, it had those symbols kind of running down it which is really cool and also looked like you know the spiral pattern of her mega anklet like that is her most trainers have like something that they have their mega stone on yeah. in order to activate it like steven has the pin wally has the necklace uh so on and so forth but zinnia has this anklet that kind of wraps around her leg in a spiral with the mega stone at the end of it you, you saw her touch her earlier on in the episode yep. so it looked a lot like that, so that might be what like that a, was, but that makes sense. Yeah, it might be like a draconid symbol for that sort of like power infusion, uh, which again, really cool lore implications. But she does successfully summon Rayquaza. I don't she remember says, this. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't remember this happening in the Delta episode. It's been a while since I did it, but I don't remember Rayquaza losing power or anything, or like not having enough power to destroy well, the meteor right then be- and there. It's because the meteor. It's because the meteorites in his body of like lost power over the years and like he can't mega evolve i suppose that's true and that's why when you feed him that new mega juice yeah you just uh, give him you just toss him and stuff. he's like oh my god is that what i think it is yeah but you see man the facial expressions on zinnia really good at this point like she is distraught yeah no she's like oh fuck like, like we're screwed I, like this was my one purpose in life and i failed and then to immediately see you some random ass kid yeah, even succeed. worse just salt in the wound yeah, just succeed in what she couldn't. It's such like she captures that confliction of the world's about to be saved, but not by I me. couldn't. It couldn't be with by me, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, such a good. Get, yeah, Zinnia was that was very good portrayal. But then you know she does come to like okay, you have to be she like very against like her own wishes. Like you have to be the one that catches them. Yeah, I I'm watching this back because I was confused. I also love how chose you came up on like a white screen, like the words chose yeah. you came up. I think Emphas- it's a really artistic on, touch. Yeah. And again, ad, the- again, adds like, um, like a sense of urgency to the moment. Yeah. She, 
She gives May a Pokeball. She does. I don't know what it was, though. I don't it know what ma- that is. I thought it was the Master Ball. I thought she was giving him the Master Ball. No, it seems like just a it's just a regular Pokeball, but... Go use my Argorn to go get absolutely annihilated by this Rayquaza. I Which then we get May... into the battle, and the oh my god, the battle animation is fantastic. The swapping but, out Pokemon, it's great, but yeah. Yeah, because we... I think it's just May's team, though. Like, I don't think Xenia has an Aggron. I don't think so either. But yeah, Aggron goes out, uh, uses, I believe... Oh, what move did he use? It was an ice move, because obviously... Equazes times four weak to ice. Who I guess I they think know, it might have been, could have been a rock t- move though. I guess they know typings in um, lore, which is cool. Uh, then yeah, Ar- he gets switched out. Altaria gets absolutely just bitch left. Off funny. And then Swamper yeah. just one shots it. Yeah, Swamper straight in the face. Swamper uses ice punch, which is super just, sick. Yeah, just one shots the Rayquaza. Brock made the point of how did Zinnia, how did May catch Rayquaza in one Ultra Ball, and it would be we'd be here all day if it was yeah. a, if it was a point one percent catch rate, we'd be this episode would have been forty minutes long. Yeah, I agree. It could maybe she used Zinnia's Altaria because she did have an Altaria who got fucked up by Rayquaza instantaneously. But Mega Swampert, I uh, punches him straight in the grill and he freezes. One. Like, My Hero Academia, like, punches him. The animation of that punch was amazing. Yeah, I'm uh, done. And then Rayquaza's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> and, free, like, freezes Rayquaza solid, which is amazing. It did. It did freeze him solid. And, yeah, and then Rayquaza gets out of the frozen ice. like, oh, I'm just, you're going you're gonna to give me my power back just to kick my ass. Like, I don't want to do this. And then it flashes back to Zinnia's youth, where we talk- see someone with her. That, that could maybe, be Aster. It could be Aster. It could be Aster, because the yeah. Wismer is right next to her, too. Yeah, it's implied that she's, like, practicing catching Rayquaza, because that's going to be, like, her life's purpose. Yeah, and then she, oh, the tears at the, as the sun rises with the green tint in the air still. Yep, now May has Rayquaza, and she's like, all right, this is my last, this is my last responsibility as Lorekeeper. I'm going to teach you how to use them. Yeah, with the, with the exact, with the same animation of determination from the first shot. Yep. And she's like, you know what? I couldn't fulfill my purpose in this way, but I'm going to make sure here. I'm going to test you to make sure that you can do what I couldn't. And then her battle theme starts up and Salamence comes rocketing in from who knows where, not from a Pokeball or anything, just from the horizon. Uh, but I but don't even care. But is immediately looking at a Mega Rayquaza. I'm like, oh, God, Salamence is in trouble. To be fair, Mega Salamence is another real is like one of the strongest Mega Evolutions there is in the yeah, game. He looks really cool too. But so, then it goes to that shot of the Pikachu's watching him battle on Sky Tower, which was awesome. Yeah, the sunset or the sun rising right right behind the tower too, with those two uh flashing beams of light just colliding in the in the air. Oh my god. Great episode. Great ending to a great episode. Amazing episode. I liked my version better. I like the switched up version better on Twitter, but you know, this was awesome too. <laughs> Yeah, I, but it took me a while to warm up to it because, again, Gen 5, baby, uh, is my, yeah, is my home you, turf. When you look at it from, like, a critique, it's not even close. I mean, I just, I mean, they were very much, like, the, the things that I like about both of them, they both had. Like, they had very yeah. good characterization of their main character, which is a character that I always found interesting. N and Zinnia were amazingly represented in this series. For sure, for sure. Like, 
and showed a side that I hadn't really seen of him before, but made sense in his character. And Zinnia was just exactly Zinnia. You know, mm-hmm. she was exactly who I thought, but also showed me more to her where the emotionless sprites really could not yeah, do it, it justice. It, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the, if the table has ever been set for an episode, we have episode for sure. Gen 2, which could be, I have said since the beginning, this has the potential to be a real showstopper. Like oh yeah just because the kimono grows and lugia like we know nothing about lugia like in lore kind of mm-hmm. he, he makes some appearances in movies but like gen 2 is rightfully so dominated by ho-oh but it's gonna be interesting to see lugia you know the silver feather the kimono girls i mean we'll probably see a gold or ethan i'm assuming instead of um what's her what's his counterpart what's her, what's her name lyra or yeah, chris lyra lyra uh, chris i'm assuming ethan's the main um like protagonist I mean, of that ethan was in generations yeah uh but brendan was in generations but now it's may you know i mean yeah i mean we have two episodes in a row with the female protagonist i wouldn't mind it but we've seen we've seen hilda we've seen um we've seen may now we've seen um lucas guess, we saw lucas nate was in gen six um who Gen two was um Serena, is that her name? Or Gen, oh, sorry, two? Gen seven. Gen seven. Uh, Gen seven. Oh, oh sorry. Uh Celine. Yep, Celine. we saw Celine in Sun and then we saw Calum. We saw Victor in eight. We saw Calum in uh six. Then we saw Celine in seven. So there's a good mix right now. Yeah, so. definitely a good mix going. So I I think it'll be Ethan, but I, I've been wrong before. Because obviously it's green in episode it's obviously it's green in episode one. Yeah. So. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Lyra. I think they're gonna do Lyra since they did. I think they since they did Ethan in Generations, I think they'll go with Lyra. I wish they went. I hope they go with Chris. That is my fever dream because Chris is a very much forgotten Pokemon protagonist, unless you yeah. go by Masters. Uh, you know, she was the original female protagonist of the Pokemon series. Like she pioneered yeah, it because there was none. Because there was none in Gen One, and then she came along and changed that. So. Uh, I would love it to be Chris, but I think it'll be Lyra, and I obviously would not be mad if it was Ethan, because Ethan's my boy. Yeah, so uh, that was that was episode six of Gen three. Fucking awesome episode, really. Was. Oh yeah, go like, go watch it, man. Like, I, I know some people who are binging, who like want to wait until the whole series is out in order to binge watch them. No, go watch the episode right now. It's so good. <laughs> Do not waste your time. Go watch yes, it right now. Seriously, go go watch it. It's amazing. But now that leaves the door open for Gen two. And again, oh, big expectations from the Switch It Up boys. So. Oh yeah, like this episode, the series got off to a slow start compared to what's been the last. But two of the last three episodes have been absolutely awesome. So with with yeah. one of with the one that wasn't, it was okay. So yeah, definitely a step up from the first couple of episodes we got. But yeah, the the table's set for Gen two. All right. Well, what else do we have? Uh, oh right. You want, you wanted yep. to mention our, our yearly recaps, which came in about a couple hours ago. So we can touch on that, then get out of here, because my laptop's at 21%, and I'm in a car, so I have no way of charging it. But All yeah, right. um, right. Switch, um, the Nintendo Switch year concluded. I believe it counted from January 1st to, like, D- December 12th, something like December that. December 12th, so, yep. So, yeah, we you have a pretty good range of, you know, what we've played this year, and I have all the stats here to show it, so... Uh-huh. Uh, Tyler, how many games did you play this year on your? I, uh, Mr. Colby, I played 25 games this year. Was that more or less than last year? That was less. 
Wow, I'm also less, but I played 12 games this year, <laughs> uh, 18 the year before. I played 28 games the year before, ah, so. Okay. Uh, spoiler cool. alert, I I dropped the ball this year. Like, I did not, pretty much everything is less for me. Tyler, I'm not kidding. I, what was your hours of, what was your total hours? Let me go look. If you uh, feel comfortable sharing. <laughs> oh, no, I shared the last one. I'm more than comfortable sharing this one. Uh. Last year, I logged 818 hours. Okay. Uh, this year, I logged 664. Last year, I logged 763. This year, I logged 460. I was a smooth 303 Whoa. hours. Less. Wow. I you, know. I mean, it was a stressful year, man. We had a lot to do. So. A lot to do. A lot of moving, a lot of RAing, which is thankfully over. But uh, Tyler, what was your most played game? Uh, Colby, my most played game was came as a surprise to me. Actually, I was very surprised at this. Uh, Wait, let me take a guess. Let me take a guess. Okay, this is a surprising game that I thought I played the most. Okay, um, Pokemon Shield is my guess. No, I would have been very much uh, expecting that, but no, that is not it. That's not even in my top three. Oh shit, Animal Crossing. That's in my top three, but it's not the first. <laughs> it's not Minecraft. Um, it's Smash not Brothers. Minecraft. Not even in my top three. Okay, Smash Bros. is my one at 105. Oh, really? Okay. I, I played a lot of stuff for Rock last year. Well, my my number one was Monster Hunter Rise uh, with, oh, 100 and, with oh, 185 God. hours logged. Where were Stories 2? Is that in your top three? That was number two with 122 hours logged. And then Crossing was three. And then Crossing was three, very much like down a peg. It was only 76 hours played as opposed to the other two, not even breaking the triple digits. Smash Brothers for me was 105. That was my only game in the triple digits. Oh, I and guess then, something else to note here, real quick. Speaking of Monster Hunter Rise, we got a new monster reveal, by the way. Like, we got a new oh, little yeah, look-see at Monster Hunter Rise. Sunbreak, uh, the, the DLC that's coming out. You, you retweeted the Robert Downey Jr. meme. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> They're both excited for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. <laughs> they are both excited for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I, I mean, I am. How could you not be? Of course. Like, it's... I I, can't, I I love the way they're doing this. They're doing, like, European, like, culture for this one. Like, instead of Japanese, like, we have a vampire dragon as, like, the the big flagship. Uh, now we have, like, this werewolf monster uh, for... It's called Lunagaron. And it's, like, this werewolf sort of uh, monster uh, quadruped-looking thing, which looks super sick. We also got to look at a new character, which is the which is related to one of the characters that we saw in the base game, uh, as well as a brief glimpse at our new home base uh, that we haven't gotten to see. I think it's called Elgato is our new home base for this DLC. So that's exciting, too. And we arrive on a boat and it looks super sick. So, yeah, that's that's the quick Monster Hunter aside. So, Colby, continue, please. Uh, my most played game was Smash Brothers Ultimate, which I played a lot of Sephiroth this year, so it shouldn't be surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, number two was Breath of the Wild. Not surprising. 68 yeah. hours of Breath of the Wild. I did do, I, I think I played through the game twice this past year. Right. And. <sighs> oh, no. Number three somehow was fucking Fire Emblem Three Houses. I don't know how. Oh, my God. How? I do not know how it was. But it was. I thought for sure it'd be Final Fantasy VII because I had played 50 hours of that. But I somehow managed to play 13 more hours than Final Fantasy VII of Fire Emblem Three Houses. I don't know how the fuck I did it. This year, I don't know how you did that either. I have not. I I I remember my 
firing three guys. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Sure. Uh, what was your last year's most played, by the way? Last year's most played, I think, was three houses. Let me find out. I Let me find out. It's at yeah, the bottom it, of your, of your top pretty, three. All right, hang on. Let me, oh, shit. Let me go to my, um, I got to log back in. Hang on, it's my take a bit, but we can keep going. Because, uh, so for, for reference, uh, Monster Hunter Rise played 185 hours of. Uh, that was my most played. Last year, my most played was Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, which was 367 hours. Jesus Christ. So I literally played, my most played game was literally half the amount that my my last year's was let's take a look see here um hopefully i'm still logged in so i can just okay i am cool uh year in review here we go here we go here we go uh jump to what was it i thought you i thought you you just screenshot it yeah uh it's the at the bottom of the top three games there's a little yellow section that says last year your most played was this one farm three houses 280 hours okay okay holy fuck 280 hours. <laughs> Holy shit. In a single year. <laughs> Good God. My most this year was 105. I know, man. We That's disgusting. Pretty much all of our stats were cut in half this year. I, I, listen, year. We're, we're, we're being uh, productive members productive of society. Productive individuals, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, what was, um? I guess the months are kind of irrelevant, I guess. But, Tyler, there was, there, had, there was an active day. There was a day where you were like, I'm going to fucking game today. Yeah, uh, there was. Year, Last year, what was that day for you? Uh, last year was uh, Monday, November 23rd. Last year for me was Thursday, July 16th. A hot summer day was spent inside with the windows closed gaming. Tyler, I can't imagine. What was imagine your most active day this year? My most active day this year was apparently Saturday, October 16th. Mine was Friday, December 3rd. Very recently. Very recently. Wow. What were you doing uh, on that October day? <laughs> what the fuck was I doing? I clocked 10 hours of Pokemon Shield. What the fuck were you doing? I have no idea. 10 hours? What the fuck was I doing? You had, you had to be getting um Pokemon tournament ready. That I'm guessing that's what you were doing. I, I must have. I, I must have been doing like something. Yeah, you must have I must have been Penn State prepping or Dynamax raiding or something. But oh my god! Damn, ten hours! Holy fuck! <laughs> well, sorry, nine hours with Shield. I guess I had an extra hour of other games. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, December third, very recently, and I know I was doing this for the sake of the podcast because I clocked eight hours on Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. <laughs> oh wow, you were grinding to finish the league, weren't everyone, you? Everyone, everyone like i'm done with the game i beat the league here's my ball fame team like i gotta get on this action so i said i'm getting through it and i did <laughs> that's awesome but, but yeah that was my that was my nintendo switch year in review not as gamer as last year definitely not for me took either a step no. back took a step back in my gaming career but that's okay I mean, other things got done yeah and you know it, it's gonna it's gonna be a holy fuck if, if, if it's gonna live to expectation next year's gonna be a one for the ages yeah, I mean, with so much shit happening next year, so many games. I mean, I you're per- you're personally diving right into it, Legends Arceus. I I can't say I'm doing the same, but I I don't know what else you need. You, they, did you see they revealed Hisuian Voltorb for crying out I loud? Mean, the the only experience I have with that line of Pokemon is that you just mass murdering them at the factory and at, at, at the power plant. At the, yeah, at the Rocket HQ, you're just mass murdering them. 
you and Lance are Lance is level thirty two Dragonites. Like I'm just gonna use Hyper Beam and kill all of them. Yeah, I I mean I still don't know how you can't be excited for this damn game, dude. It's literally it's what you want. It is what like what else do you want from it? Dude, I can't trust Game Freak to do it though. I gotta see you play it first. What do you mean you can't trust Game Freak to do it? <laughs> oh, Breath of the Wild is such a it's such a like at pure concept in my heart. I can't just be so willy nilly with it. Oh my god. Colby. <laughs> It is open world Pokemon. You cannot, you can't sleep on this. I've been, I've been hitting snooze. No, you can't. You need to wake the fuck up. Get out of bed. (laughs) It's time for school. Wake up. (laughs) Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll say, I'll put a maybe on it, which is more than what I had a couple months ago. We're running out of time. I I know. I, I have like a month, but. I get it. I get it. It's open world Pokemon. It's brand new. It's this new sparkling thing that everyone's it's super Sinnoh. excited for. It's, it's Sinnoh. It's not Sinnoh. It's a different region. What is it? The Hisuian region? Hisui, but that's ancient Sinnoh. It's Sinnoh, and you have... Look at all these Gen 5 Pokemon that are getting love, Colby. Zoroark, Braviary, fucking Basculin got an evolution, Colby. Oshawott's a starter. Oshawott's a starter? What are you doing? This is literally hitting all of your buttons, and you are still <laughs> somehow saying no. It's like, I've been thinking through. about this. It's hitting like, every button I'm like, for me how personally. Is, I'm like, how is he not excited for this? It's true. Every button I want to hit is one. getting hit. Even the Breath of the Wild button. This is a different fucking game he's hitting the button for. <laughs> okay, I get it. Can we stop slandering me? <laughs> no, because I need... Because I, the people need to know... What I know, how you're fucking somehow saying no to this game. I'm not saying that it's going to be great. I'm not saying that it couldn't completely get fucked up. But that's the thing. I don't want to buy a game that's not going to be great. I bought fucking Mario Golf Super Rush. I regret it to this day. (laughs) I should not have done that. (laughs) Me with Paper Mario. I get it. Oh, fucking God. You're not even kidding. I liked that game at first. I thought it was good. Then I saw someone like... A year ago today, Paper Mario Origami came out. This is still one of my favorite games. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? This game sucks. <laughs> I, I, I will give you that. But I'm telling you, Tyler, I am a co- I am a college kid who right now has no supply of income. I'm fucking broke. I can't be buying these. I can't be buying six out of ten for sixty dollars. You got a golf course behind your house. Go work there. <laughs> I, I listen. You're not wrong, but <laughs> right up your alley. I mean, I would not want to work at a golf course again. That's another story. But it's a fucking funny story. I went on vacation and Tyler's like, now's the time. <laughs> I had this. I had the vision, man. You did. You <laughs> had the fucking vision. But maybe one day we'll do a a previous work experiences story time if we're really struggling for video game content. That's true. Like if Nintendo just like goes on strike or something, we'll be like, all right personal box time but we're turning into a variety podcast now we are yeah uh, we have to sweep the turn heel that's I everything will, i got I, all right i think that's everything i got too i did want to end with the ranting on you about being on the fence of legend darkest <laughs> well, despite you fucking, it. well you got your wish you uh, got well it. yeah i know hey you deserve it you got a shiny rayquaza so I, I, I let, let me I have that. I have been listen. The walking behind him is is so terrible. The animation's awful. But <laughs> I, I I love looking at him. I love looking at him. Like I can't wait to mega evolve him in 2055 and just whoop my son's ass with this team of uh, 
I was about to say, I'm I will hopefully soon be playing through a game with Mega Evolution for the first time in a while uh, with Let's Go. Uh, as I either I'm going to get it for Christmas or I'm going to use the money that I get for Christmas to buy it because yeah, like I said last week, you'll like Let's Go. It's not nearly as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah, I. I don't know. I, I think it's a, it would be a nice casual Pokemon experience, which I'm excited for. Yeah, so. no, I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah, Mega Evolution will be back. Obviously, you can't Mega Evolve Rayquaza in that one, which would be great because then you could use Pokemon Home to transfer it. But no, you I can't. trade that fucker now. I mean, I mean, Me- Mega Shiny Rayquaza. I mean, what? What more can you ask for? Like you, you have. He doesn't even need a Mega Stone. <laughs> you just no, do he it. just does it. Like it's, I can't. I fucking. I hate you. I, I'm so happy we led the show with that. <laughs> uh, I knew you did it take did it take a lot did it take a lot to not tell me throughout the day? Did, be honest, did it take a lot? It did. It really did because I want to play about is like this motherfucker got a shiny Rayquaza and this fucking teacher's asking me what X is. I don't care anymore. <laughs> That's true. It might have fucked. It might have fucked with my mojo during my final. So I appreciate. Yeah. So I'd rather. You. You're welcome. So I'd rather fuck with you. Like, okay, now I'm relaxed. I'm home. The school year's over. This fucker got a shiny request. <laughs> the first thing that happens to me when I there get there was home no good get, time to tell you. I get you fucking today. dunked. There was, no, on. <laughs> there was no good time to tell you today. Let's be honest. If I had to do it, I couldn't keep it in for that long. I get. I need to get home, man. Dude, you really do. You got you got two shiny legendaries. I got none. I, I yeah, I'm gonna be fucking strutting up there to Pokemon Penn State. Two shiny legendaries. Uh, if we do Sword and Shield, I mean Rayquaza will probably be banned, unfortunately. Garatina. Because Garatina will also probably be banned. I right, catch another shiny legendary then, huh? Because we'll probably do OU. Well, um, I gotta go catch another shiny legendary then. Shouldn't take long. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have an idea for you, actually. You know, if you're willing to, if you're willing to lend a helping hand, I have an idea for you. We'll talk. All right. Okay. okay. But uh, anyway, that's gonna be it for this episode, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening this far, and if indeed you still are, uh, if you want to know how you can support the podcast, the best way you can do so is to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that's where we'll be able to most directly see feedback in order to cater uh, our content to what you guys uh, would like to see. So that would be greatly appreciated. Probably a really great Christmas present for us both, don't you think, Colby? Incredibly, yeah. I think it's a. I think it's the best gift you could give us for the third year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, you can also uh, feel free to uh, interact with us directly on our social medias. The links will be in the description down below. Uh, there will be. We might be. We'll probably be ramping up our presence on. Uh, social media now that uh, finals are over and we're on break. Uh, I know Colby is already doing a great job of of doing some more, uh, getting more active with the Twitter, uh, putting out questions for people to answer, and and just some discourse that we can talk mm-hmm. about as fans of the pod. As yeah, def- yeah, definitely check that out. Definitely yeah. give that a look. So definitely check out what he's doing. He's doing some great work. I need to pick up the slack on the Instagram, but now that I'm going, I'm gonna have to like tomorrow. I'm gonna have to make a post like episodes. 10 through 19 are out. Oh, hey, Sorry. we're still alive. Uh, go yeah, go check alive. out our episodes. So, uh, I'll probably do that. I'll probably try to post more to the Instagram stories. Basically, similar content to what Colby's doing. Questions, polls, and things like that. So, uh, stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, Colby, do you have any parting words before we go? You know, 
Kamek, he, he had some advice after I caught the Rayquaza. I was, I was really happy. I was walking around my house and I was just like fist pumping, like, let's go. This is awesome. And then out of nowhere, he just flew in and he was like, Colby. He's like, what if, he's like, this is awesome. This is a great moment, but you need to remember to never become arrogant. And before I could say anything, he flew away. It's gone. He was gone. Like before I could like, I, I could not even get a word out. And I was like, you know what, Kamek? You're right. So I wanted to pass that along to you guys today to remember that no matter what happens in life, what, no matter what success you have, gaming or not gaming, never become arrogant. Oh my God. We're going to put that in <laughs> description eventually. Uh, thank you, Colby. You having a lot of Nintendo characters flying to your house. First it was MC Ballyhoo. Now it's... I, I... <laughs> Now it's a weekly Kamek visit. Like I do. I don't know. I, I guess I'm on the border of becoming arrogant every week. Like the, Your new house has to kind of up its security, I think. I know. He just breaks in and leaves. It's there and he's gone. But a good message to end on every week, obviously. So heed Kamek's words, gamers, and never become arrogant. And as long as you don't, we'll see you next week.